Greetings and welcome to Locked On Marlins. This is your daily Marlins podcast from me, British host Peter Pratt. Hit me up on Twitter at Miami Marlins underscore UK. Don't forget that underscore. And guys, this is the Thursday edition. We are back with part three of the conversation with Mark Luino, also known as Giraffe Neck Mark. Hope you've enjoyed the previous two parts over the past two days. We are finishing strong in this one. No doubt, plenty of Marlins talk too. Uh, we're getting into some Jazz Chisholm talk. Also some DH talk, what it means for Garrett Cooper and the Mets. Also, there's some Sandy Alcantara talk, baby. Extension season. Also, we're going to be rounding up with our NL East predictions, including some Philly slander. So stay tuned for that one. Programming notes. Guys, looking into next week, what could you expect from Locked On Marlins? We are going to be getting into, well, we're going to be getting the Phillies in. We're going to be continuing this rival series. Time for, for a conversation with one of Phillies' Twitter goats, TBD, on who it will be. A few names and candidates are in mind. Also looking ahead, it's likely the fish across the pond, UK goats, will be making the crossover into Locked On Marlins. That is Rob Newell, Lee Dobbs. And Sean Barrett, stay tuned for that one too. There will also be coming some updates, hopefully on the CBA situation. Be keeping a close eye on that one. A lot of negotiating. Well, not really, but the players have taken to social media. The owners have had to go and regroup. A conversation is scheduled uh, in the coming days for further proposals. We have our fingers crossed, but it is Thursday. We're expecting a news conference with Rob Manfred, likely to be announced that spring training will be delayed. Not a good look for Rob Manfred, the owners, for sure. We hold out hope that 162 is still possible. They get a deal done, but time is certainly ticking. Intensity is being increased, no doubt. I think the players, they've taken to social media. They're very clear in their asks. And I don't see them budging away from some of them. So it's time for the owners and Major League Baseball to come to the table properly. Get a deal done. Get baseball back on our screens. The NFL finishes on Sunday with the Super Bowl. And it is a perfect time straight after that to announce that a new CBA is in place. It makes total sense. I have said Valentine's Day, February 14th, Monday, Feb 14th, the day after the Super Bowl. It is the perfect day for a new CBA announcement. As soon as the Super Bowl's done, that's normally the sign. It is baseball season, baby, and they need to make it happen. It's the perfect time. So let's wait and see on that one. Guys, like I said, this is part three of the conversation with Mark Luino. Sit back, enjoy, and we will be back next week. You are Locked On Marlins, your daily podcast on the Miami Marlins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yeah, for sure. It's It seems to be, you're right there, that's been the hallmark of good teams the last few years has just been stud rotations, deep studs. Um, and, you know, clearly it's it's hard, to, you know, we've seen it firsthand facing DeGrom and Scherzer for many years. And yeah. boy, oh boy, it's, it's hard going, no doubt. I mean, one of the only positives I can think of in the past few years was the Jazz Chisholm home run off, off DeGrom last year, which uh, oh, was, was a stunner. I was at that game. I was at that game. Uh, I got tickets from McNeil from that game because I like helped him out with some streaming stuff. So I Mm. I was sitting there 
And, you know, the first inning, we got to start Trevor Rogers pitch too, which was cool because that was the first time I saw him live and he was just incredible. He pitched mm-hmm. a great game against the Grom and I got to see Jazz live for the first time. I'm a huge Jazz fan. Like I collect baseball cards. He's one of the guys I collect because I just think he's really cool and I think he's going to be a great player. Yeah. But uh, to see him take the Grom deep on a fastball up in the zone, 100 miles an hour, and not just not a cheap home run. He, he crushed it. I was like, I, I saw that. So I go, he's going to be good. He yeah. has to be like, you more just counts, more counts, please. You don't just happen to do that. That is like oh. a sheer I'm talented type thing. Um, yeah. Jazz Chisholm is really, really good. And it was hopefully we, hopefully not too many more home runs from him off of the Grom and Scherzer for us. Hopefully Although I, I think it's going to probably be the other way. <laughs> Let's see. But um, I guess that that's one of the final questions I've got for you before we kind of get into, I guess your predictions, projections for the Mets, what well, hopes and dreams, whatever it may be. But if I could give you one Marlins player to, for, to to come over to the Mets right now, there's a ton of pitchers, and you've already mentioned pitching's a problem, but one Marlins player to the Mets, who are you taking? Yeah, Sandy Alcantara. Uh, <laughs> that dude, that dude's so good. Um, yeah. He's been getting even some talk as like a top 10 pitcher in the league right now. I'm not as aggressive. So I think I had him at like 12 in my rankings. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I think he's right there. Um, his stuff has just been getting better and better every single year. And he kills the Mets. He owns the Mets. I remember his like, you know, breakout was that yep. game against the Mets in Miami a couple of years ago where he, you know, pitched the Maddox. And I was like, okay, this guy's legit. And it seemed like last year towards the end of the season, he really started to figure it out. And I think we're seeing a Cy Young in the making. He's just one of the more talented pitchers in the game. And uh, <laughs> I'd love for him to be the number three in this rotation. That'd wow. be sick. <laughs> boy, oh boy, if that would, I mean, if that happens, there'd be serious uh, problems within the Marlins fan base. I can, I can testify to that for sure. But boy, luckily, oh boy, you guys right. locked them down for uh, you know the foreseeable future, which that's got to be so refreshing as a Marlins fan to see, right? Really, it really was. Um, they needed to pay someone. They, you know, there's just been no extensions. The longest extension they've given was Anthony Bass, two years or three. <laughs> agent, you know, so there needed to be a stake in the ground that this we're just not going to keep trading everyone away in this continual rebuild forever. And, and like you said, Sandy is just, he's just grown into a man now and is just, he's just an animal out there. And he is, he is a, he's just a stud. There's no other way of calling it. And to get him extended up, great deal for Sandy, great deal for the Marlins. It made so much sense. So, you know, it gives the Marlins, you know, they've got their one and they've got many others that, you know, kind of go two, three, four, five, and the list is, is impressive. But we need some offense, though, right? This is the thing. Yes. We, we need some bats. The bats were absolutely terrible. We were like, I don't know, 28th in baseball last year. That included Marte and included Duvall being there most of the year. So there's a lot of work to do still on the offensive side. There really is. But I like the signing of uh, Abisel Garcia. Love it. I liked Stallings behind the plate, too, because that was a massive hot black. You know, talking about black holes earlier, that was a black yeah. hole defensively and offensively for the Marlins. So, you know, Stallings in, Avisel Garcia. I still think they go out and they make a big splash um, via trade, actually. I think they're going to I think they're going to go out and try and get Mullins, to be honest with you. I Ooh. still think that's... It, it just... It feels like a good fit. The Orioles are still some distance away. They'll have questions in their head. Is Mullins a one-year deal? Should we sell high now is probably what's in their heads. The Marlins are probably thinking, shit, are we buying high? But yeah. they have to do something in center field. They, you know, There's no other option, so they're going to have to. But we'll wait and see. But you're right, Sandy, what a stud. I think he would be I mean, he would be the best number three in baseball for sure if he was in, in the Mets uh, rotation. It's a pretty good number one. He'd be damn good number three. <laughs> for sure. Let's, let's end this topic because I don't want to speak it into existence. Um, so we <laughs> definitely don't want that to happen. All right, then, guys, brief pause on the conversation. Need to tell you about our guys over at Built Bar. 
Are you sticking with those resolutions? Are you trying? Are you still hanging on? If you have, it's probably down to Built Bar. It almost feels like, well, it's not really a resolution because you actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? The puffs, have you? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. Yep, protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Sounds absolutely stunning. So many flavors, guys. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut, coconut almond. And new this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Boy, oh boy. Get yourselves over to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 for LOCK15. Get 15% off your order. Um, let's look ahead to 22 then. Um, we've got the Nats down in fifth. We've got then the other four. How do you see things shaking up for, for the Mets? Do you have them winning the division right now, knowing what you know? Right now, I don't. I'm going to go Braves, Mets, Marlins, Phillies. Wow, um, Marlins in third. Yeah, I'm, I'm really like staking my my uh, you know foot in the ground in this one because I really do think that like their pitching is is strong enough to keep them in games. And I think getting a guy like Avisel Garcia is really, really big. Like I, 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 you as a Marlins fan knows it, but I think maybe people outside of this Marlins fan base might not understand how big of a move that was offensively. He's just, it's a really, really good player. And while mm. he's going from Milwaukee, which is definitely a hitter's park to Miami, mm. which is definitely a pitcher's park. Um, he's just all around a good player. And I think having that veteran presence around would be good. Plus like Brian Anderson has to bounce back. To. He's just too talented not to. Jazz is going to continue to get better. Even a guy like Miguel Rojas, who I kind of used to joke on in the past, he's been pretty solid the last few years offensively. Like you have dependable guys. You're going to need everything to get together and kind of work at the same time in order to get this kind of finish, I think. But mm. with the pitching being the thing that's the most stable, you can always find runs somewhere. And like you said, they can get aggressive and trade for a guy. Like to, when the lockout ends, the next day they can make a move and everything changes and you go, this Marlins seems scary all of a sudden. Like mm. you have young talent. They just give them a chance and maybe they'll they'll step up. So yeah, I like them in third. Um, Mets, I, I still think we need one more pitcher before I can say first place. Still gotta beat Atlanta. That's always my motto. Um, but being said, I mean, Mets could win the World Series still. Just, you know, as a wild card team. <laughs> it's exactly. I mean, that's the Marlins route. That's how we do it. Um, you know, never won the division, but two World Series down, so happy days. Um but they're overrated, these division uh series, uh these these division titles, sorry. Yeah. And I mean it may be you know the DH I think is happening, and also I think expanded postseason I think is also very very likely to happen. So, you know, for a team like the Marlins, I think that really adds incentive. You know, we're at that stage where the the window is starting to open slightly. The pitching's there. Can you get enough offense? But if all of a sudden there's a third wild card or extra places, like I think this is the this is the point of expanding it. Is all of a sudden some of these teams they maybe go more all in than perhaps they would do rather than just leaving it to the big budget to go, do you know what, you know, we'll just, we'll leave it. So I'm really intrigued to see the way, you know, like the Marlins does, you know, do play it. And maybe in free agency, you go out there and you know, Nick Castellanos is out there or Schwab is out there, you know, you just plug and play those dudes and yeah. see what happens for sure. Well, even getting a DH for you guys would be huge because like Garrett Cooper, got to play that guy every day. He's got such a good bat. Like he, adding him into the lineup every day, along with like, whether it's going to be Aguilar or Lewin Diaz, like, that's a good way to jump some offense into the lineup too, because he's he's got a great bat. He just kind of can't play the field. <laughs> I'm with you. It's it's kind of a Dom Smith vibe. Um, yeah. Not not the playing the field impacts Coop like he can. It, it does impact him, but not in his uh, approach at the plate. It impacts him staying on the field or being held. Like he's just a big dude, and yeah. 
lock him into the DH. I think that's uh, where we'll land with Coop. Uh, as a pure hitter, he's great. Actually, I feel like he hit a home run against DeGrom in the 2020 season around the, on the deadline, if I recall. The one-game series. Do you remember that series where they made yeah. Miami fly for one game? It was everyone's losing their minds going, oh, you know, they're just stitching the Marlins up. And <laughs> the Marlins went into town and beat DeGrom. It was like, it was a big, big, um, uh, big win for the Marlins. I think Cooper hit a home run. So uh, I'm with you. The DH really does help the Marlins for sure. Who's going to DH for the Mets, do you think, this year if uh, if that spot's there? Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of like a, like on a, uh, what's it called? I can't think of the word, but it's going to be DH by committee, essentially. So okay. I think like J.D. Davis, when there's a left-handed pitcher on the mound, I think you can lock him in at DH just because he mashes lefties mm-hmm. and he can't play the field. He's still a good hitter, just can't really play the field. Mm-hmm. And then against righties, I mean, you could go Dom. You could go Robinson Cano a little bit, who everyone forgets about that he's still a part of this team. He's back. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> Robinson Cano, I don't know how much he can run or move, uh. but... He it's could probably run. still swing the bat still. Um, and then, like, you know, Pete will play a little first base too, I'm sure, to get some days off. And you put Dom at first. Uh, Canna could play a little DH. Like, that seems to be a, a revolving door right now for the Mets. Um, and I, I'm kind of cool with it. I, I don't really want them to spend money on a DH, especially when we have bats that can find their way into the lineup right now through the DH spot. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think the DH really helps the Mets too. I think you, you've called it out. You've already got the, the tools in place. And equally, it helps you because – you don't have to get them in the field. So they, yeah. the defensive deficiencies are gone. You just take the bats, platoon them, good to go. I think it really does help the Mets too. So yeah, interesting. It definitely helps the Marlins for sure. Cooper Loop, get him locked in uh, in the <laughs> DH spot. Find someone else to play the outfield or first base. Yes. First base is a conundrum for the fish because uh, Aguilar and, and Lewin, it's an interesting spot because Lewin's ready. And yeah. uh, Aggie's on a one-year expiring deal now and... It's kind of an interesting time, so I'm intrigued to see what they do there. If even they move, maybe Aguilar now and just go, hey, listen, it's Lewin's job and we'll see. But yeah, we'll get into that, I guess, as we get into spring. But Okay then, guys, final US ad with the British twist of the day and of the episode. It's Bet Online, and they have you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the playoffs right to the big game in one week's time. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live, real-time updates of current games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline, where the game starts. We are bang out of time. So, I I mean, my main takeaways is uh, the Marlins in third. (laughs) From yes. a Mets fan, so absolutely above the Phillies. I'm with you, by the way, on the Phillies. I'm really, uh, they do have some star names in the lineup, but I really do not like the way the roster is built in totality. It's a really funky roster and looks full of holes, and it's yeah. an expensive roster for the amount of holes it's got. You literally take like you take their top end town. You look at Wheeler and you look at Nola, and then you look at Harper and Real Muto and those guys. Mm-hmm. And you're like that should be a good team. And then you go, yeah. oh, that's that's it. There's nobody yeah. else. Like They, ha- <laughs> really they have one outfielder right now, and it's Bryce Harper. So like, there's mm. huge, massive holes there. Um, and I just, I always said the Phillies are a fourth-place team. I'm not getting off that hill until, you know, I'm really proven go. wrong here. Listen, it's a two-man hill. I'm, I'm with you there, Mark. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's no go. Doubt. <laughs> For sure. Awesome. Well, we are out of time. That has been a lot of fun. Uh, Mark, 
where can everyone find you on Twitter? Because I know you do, you know, push a lot of content on Twitter, but you do a lot of stuff as well on YouTube. So feel free to plug where everyone can get you um, because the majority of people listening are likely to be Marlins fans. So Yes. So uh, you can find me everywhere on social media at GiraffeNeckMark, and that's Mark with a C. Um, GiraffeNeckMark, that's my YouTube name. And then I have my Mets podcast, Mets Up Podcast. I'm sure you Marlins fans aren't particularly interested, but we will talk about Mets Marlins series every time they uh, they do happen. So if you want to hear a Mets fan's opinion on it, Mets Up um, on all the social media as well as YouTube. And yeah, it's been a pleasure being on here. Glad to uh, talk with a Marlins fan and a Marlins fan from the UK of all places. I mean, I never would have thought that would happen. Wild scenes, eh? That that maybe sums up the Marlins fan base that they've <laughs> they've had to get a UK guy in to host the the pod. I don't know. I have I have two Marlins friend, fan friends now. I have you in the UK, and I have my friend who lives in Manhattan, who's from Venezuela. And no one from America seems to be Marlins fans. <laughs> I have to go find people from other countries. <laughs> there you go, cast in a wide net for sure, but. Good. Well, that is us done uh, in the the second part of our rival series, and that is the New York Mets in the book. I think it's fair to say uh, there's still some work to do, hinges on this rotation, but if they can solidify this rotation, this is a dangerous, dangerous team for sure. But it comes down to, can they beat the Braves? I think that's the key question. It's a question for all of us in the East right now. They are still uh, perhaps the class. So that is us done for Lockdown Marlins today. We will be back next week and we will be kicking off with our rival rival series uh, part three with the Phillies. Guest to be determined. Stay tuned for that one. Mark, thanks so much again. So listeners, appreciate it. Stay safe. Back next week.